Hey there, it's Ariel Hawani, one-third of the fastest-growing show in combat sports. I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm P.T. Carroll, and together we are 3 Puck. Join us on the Spotify Live app after every UFC pay-per-view and become a part of the best community in mixed martial arts. Or, if you can't make it, check out the Ringer MMA Show podcast exclusively on Spotify. See you then. Love yous. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Ringer NFL. Just go to Indeed.com slash Ringer NFL right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your fantasy team, we know you personalize your entire day. That's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices may vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. It's an emergency Ringer NFL show, and they actually pulled me out of New York, New York, and they pulled me out of Ringer Gambling. Welcome in, John Jastrzemski, Shiel Kapadia. This is the first time we've ever met, and it's because my beloved football team, Shiel, is losing a bunch of draft picks today. How you doing today? What's happening, man? I mean, this is how bad teams stay bad. So we'll see by the end of this. I, you know, I'm going to be ripping the Dolphins from every angle imaginable. And we'll see. Maybe you rethink some of your NFL choices uh, by the end of this. But uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. You, you've been pretty loyal this far. Yeah, sure. At this point, man, there's no turning back. I mean, it's been 20 years of misery. They've been a whole lot of losing. They haven't won a playoff game in basically 20 years. But forget about all that for a second. So... Brian Flores leaves, as we know, back in January. Brian Flores had his issues with the National Football League, the hiring practices, all of that tied into one, and then throws out the allegation that he was told by Stephen Ross in a year in which the Miami Dolphins were trying to set up to get themselves a quarterback, we are tanking games. We, you know, trying to give you that dangling carrot of, hey, here's maybe a little added incentive to go and tank games. So you're waiting to see all this play out. Then there's this Brady stuff. There's this Sean Payton stuff. So I, I guess for you right out of the gate, I, I for one was surprised because the tampering charges, I feel like even though they were above and beyond, we see this a lot. This happens a lot. Maybe this is above and beyond more so with Stephen Ross. But my big thing was because of Flores' allegation, because of the fact that maybe the NFL had something on Stephen Ross, this is the best way the Miami Dolphins and specifically this owner end up being punished. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, you look at tampering in all professional sports leagues, the NFL included, it's like 
we everybody's in the same circles. I mean, they're, they're uh, at, on the same islands. Uh, you know, remember Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford, like everybody runs together. So you're thinking tampering, but I thought the line, you know, that they, they really stuck it to him where he said tampering violations of unprecedented scope and severity. To me, translation, you have to be, be pretty damn stupid to get caught for tampering in the NFL. And you look at what the Dolphins did. They tried tampering. They screwed up tampering. They didn't even get Get the guys they're trying to tamper for. They tried tanking. They screwed up tanking. I know you're you're still on board with Tua, but anyway, you look at that. They get the fifth pick that that year. Joe Burrow's first. Justin Herbert's sixth. No, I'd rather have Joe Burrow. Um, we're not going to sugarcoat it. You know, I'm still Team Tua. I'd rather have Joe Burrow. Thousand percent. So all these things they tried, and again, this is why I say bad teams, organizations stay bad. You can make up for a bad coach. You can make up for a bad GM, a bad quarterback. Those things have life cycles, three to five years. As a fan, you say, all right, we'll move on. When you have terrible ownership, and that's what the Dolphins have, one playoff appearance in 13 years since Steven Ross took over the team, and then you screw up tampering, you screw up tanking, this is what you get. And as Dolphins fans, just it's a hopeless feeling when your owner is at the root of the problem. And I think that was the situation here. Yeah, sure. It's pretty wild. That going back to 2019, a year in which the Dolphins are trying to tank to set themselves up for the number one pick in the draft. At the same time, you have Stephen Ross basically in the year of Tom Brady saying, Tommy, Tommy, you got to come. You got to get a stake in ownership. You got to do this. You got to do that. To me, if you're going to tamper, you might as well do it right. You know what I mean? Like if you're talking to Tom Brady. If you're promising Tom Brady a stake in ownership or you're promising him the, the, the moon and the stars and whatnot, then land a big fish, for goodness sakes. What are we doing here? That, that's exactly right. Yeah, they, they screw that up. By the way, Tom Brady is a free agent at the end of the season. I mean, we'll, we'll just say that. We don't know what he wants to do, whether he's going to go into broadcasting or anything. But think about this. Think about a team that could not string together uh, a playoff win since he took over the organization. And, you know, all the ideas we have in pre oh, you know, you can accumulate draft capital. You can try to sign free agents. His big idea Let's tamper and try to get the greatest quarterback in NFL. Like that, he was out of ideas. I mean, this was his only idea. Let's try to get Tom Brady 2019. Let's try to get Tom Brady 2021. I mean, that just speaks to me to the dysfunction of the organization that you you have no other ideas. I mean, this is an organization. They change their mind every three minutes. First, it's Tom Brady. Then it's Deshaun Watson. Then it's Brian Flores. Then it's uh, Sean Payton. Then it's Mike McDaniel. Like every three months, they've got a new idea. And guess what? All their ideas are terrible. So you're right. I mean, if there was another scenario here where they land Tom Brady and Sean Payton and these tampering things don't, don't get exposed here, you're probably feeling pretty good as a Dolphins fan. But again, they couldn't even go that route. And now you look at it and, and you just have to have no faith in, in kind of where this organization is going to go going forward. Yeah, but I still think they're in a good spot this year. I, oh, I, I really disagree. do. I mean, well, really, based upon what? They go and they have a defense that they bring everybody back from last year. Everybody back. Now, they lose Brian Flores. How much of that was his baby? I have no idea. But it's a defense that can stop you at the cornerback spot. They can get after the passer. They're solid at safety. And, I mean, you look at those wide receivers. I know it's a sexy position. I know you don't win at wide receiver in the NFL. But you'll explain this to me. How are you going to guard Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill? Like, that should be a team on paper that should go and be better than what they were each of the last two years, where they had winning years. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, let's start with their, I mean, I have so much to dispute there with, with everything you said. So let's start with just Tyree Kill. And the, I mean, Tyree Kill with a first-year head coach, an unproven quarterback, 
South Beach and a monstrous contract. Oh yeah, what what could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? All, all I'm thinking about is what's the over-under when Tyreek Hill has to be separated from a coach or is throwing the tablet on the sideline? I mean, I'll go week five. I don't know if you want to take the over or under on that. I'll take the over on that. Okay. Yeah, I will. <laughs> You'll take the over on that. I, I don't think that's going to work out very well. They address wide receiver, offensive line, still completely. Why, why isn't it going to work out if he's getting the football and he's getting paid? I don't think he is going to get though. I mean, what evidence do we have that he's going to get the, get the football. football. He's I mean, Tyree Kill. You Just get him the ball for goodness sakes. I'm not saying you got to get him the ball 50 or 60 yards down the field. Get him the ball in space, 10 to 15 yards, bubble screens, whatever. Well, they will. You're right. They will. You make an investment like that, you will get him the ball. But it's going to be. I'm just saying, hope so for the amount yeah, of money yeah, they pay exactly. him. They better get him the ball. But I think it's going to be a mediocre offense. I mean, they addressed the offensive line. They signed Teron Armstead, a good left tackle, missed nine games last year. And then they signed the Cowboys' worst off worst starter last year. I mean, I don't see this as a big upgrade for one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL last year. Here's the deal with their offense. I think they're counting on one of two things. One is that you, you put these pieces around Tua and he makes a leap. That's possible. It's possible that he makes a significant leap. I'm not there. Reasonable minds can disagree there. The other thing is Mike McDaniel becomes some version of Kyle Shanahan. You know, if he is a special offensive coach who can do more with less and say, hey, don't worry about these offensive line deficiencies. I can do more with less here. Then I think the Dolphins have a chance to me this screams mediocre team, seven or eight wins right where they've been for the last 12 or 13 years. But they have winning seasons in back-to-back seasons, right? And they, then they got and rid of the coach. Year, listen, they beat up on a soft schedule last <laughs> yeah. year. I'll be the first to tell you that. They were 1-7, their season was over, and they beat the Giants and the Jets and a bunch of lousy football teams. So n- no argument there. Two years ago, they won 10 games, though. So to me, they're a team that's on the up and up. I'm not saying Super Bowl good, but like when I look middle-of-the-pack playoff team in the AFC, and it's a loaded AFC but remember, you got the AFC West beating up on one another. I mean, they're not going to... The odds of them sure getting four teams into the playoffs are not particularly good. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It, it doesn't work out that way. You're telling me you can't see a scenario where the Dolphins win nine or ten games? They could sneak in. Yeah, I think I think their ceiling is sneak into the playoffs and lose in the wild card round. And then who knows what they're, what they're going to do in the offseason if that happens. But their defense, I mean, you're right. They have unprecedented continuity on the defensive side of the ball. Not not having Brian Flores matters. I mean, this this guy is a schemer, a very smart defensive coach. I don't buy that they're going to have no drop off there. By the way, healthiest defense in the NFL last year. Well, that's so all, a big key. You know, when you lose guys and they didn't lose guys yeah, last year, that, it makes that a depth difference. It's going to be tested for sure. I mean, you're not going to get that uh, most likely two years in a row. So I'm just, I'm, you're, you're right. I'm not saying they're going to be the worst team in the NFL, but I'm skeptical of a major leap. I think they're going to be in that mediocre range. I mean, I would lead more towards seven or eight wins than nine or 10 wins. But if you tell me you think nine or 10 wins and they get a wild card spot, I can buy that. But I just think they're going to be one of these organizations that's going to be stuck in the middle for a long time, changing their mind on what they want to do with no real plan. Football is right around the corner and FanDuel Sportsbook is here to help because right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up using promo code RINGERNFL, place your first bet and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. That Dolphins under, I've got my eye on that. I don't know, are they going to win nine games? I've got them under 500 this season, that offensive line still concerns me. There's no better place to get ready for the football season than on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code RINGERNFL to get started with your no sweat first bet 
up to $1,000. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Louisiana, permitted parishes only, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342-188-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, one 877 H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York. TN Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Here's what I can't figure out with Ross. So they're going to hand down this punishment. They're going to get on him for, you know, getting involved with Brady and getting involved with Trump Payton. They don't want to drop the hammer. Apparently, they don't want to go and take the leap about the idea that, hey, Stephen Ross wasn't responsible for the Dolphins, you know, trying to tank games, blah, blah, blah. What kind of punishment is this? Like, to me, you either throw Ross out or you give him a much more severe penalty than this. Or you don't give him any penalty. Like, I looked at this penalty today, Shield, and it was like... He had taken away a first-round pick. I know that's a big deal, especially which we'll get to in a little bit. If you want to move up in the draft, and that was something you were thinking about next year, that's obviously now out the window. But doesn't it seem like a half-hearted penalty for Stephen Ross? Like, to me, you either go all in or you go to no extent as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's hard with these types of things because there's not this great, you know, and, and I hate the word precedent in regards to the Sean Watson stuff. So I don't think uh, it fit there at all. But this is a situation where you're right. I mean, you could have seen that thing flash across your phone and who knew it could have said they're getting four draft picks docked. It could have said they're fining him $7 million. You're right. It, it was kind of hard to wrap your head around. Wait, what makes sense? Oh, it's a uh, $1.5 million. The guy's worth, what, $8, $8 billion, I think. Uh, so I don't think that's going to hurt him that much. Oh, he's got to stay away from the team until until what, week six or week seven? I mean, that's only going to improve the operation. If Dolphins fans are thinking I'm being too harsh and you want some encouragement, keep him out of the mix. No, I have no issues there. You get on ownership <laughs> yeah. is not something we're going to argue about because we're locking step there. I totally yeah. get that. Yeah, so that that could help. I mean, I, you know what was the funniest thing about this? I don't know if you la- laughed about this or not, but first the punishment comes down. Then you have the Flores statement. Then you have the Stephen Ross statement. And my guy is trying to flex here after he just gets docked a million and a half and then draft picks. And is you know, a disastrous situation. He opens up his statement with the independent investigation cleared our organization of any issues related to tanking and all of Brian Flores's other allegations. My guy, did you? I mean, there were penalties handed down here. It was called the biggest tampering issue uh, under Roger Goodell's tenure. And he's coming out flexing, saying, I got you, Brian Flores. See, they didn't they didn't dock me for that. So, I mean, I, I don't know. that. There's a lot of comedy uh, with some of these stuff, with, with NFL ownerships and some of these issues. And that one uh, had me laughing for sure. I got a fun hypothetical question for you. Because, okay. listen, I think we could be living in either one of these worlds next year at this time. 
So I'm going to let you be the judge. I spend a lot of time on ringer gambling. I wager on a lot of different things. You will learn this about me uh, as the days and the weeks and the months go along. And, you know, maybe we'll uh, have a side bet on the Dolphin over under for the season. But that's a story for a different day. What's more likely next year? Tom Brady is the Miami Dolphins starting quarterback. Mm. Brian Flores is a head coach for another team around the league. What's more likely? Uh, I would say Tom Tom Brady being the Dolphins starting wow. quarterback. I mean, Brian, listen. And, and even though I'm a true believer, I agree with you because there's way too much smoke here. There's too much smoke. Yeah, I mean, this is this was from 2019 to 2021. This was when he was at the Patriots. Then you circle back. And, and now this will be another offseason where Tom Brady is going to have choices to make. I mean, I think this is, you know, one of probably the biggest story in the NFL. If we want to look six months from now, what's the biggest story? Where's Tom Brady? Is he in the booth? Is he in the ownership box? Is he quarterbacking the Bucks? Is he quarterbacking the Dolphins? Is he quarterbacking the Las Vegas Raiders? I mean, I mean, well, the Niners. These, How about the Niners? The Niners. There's all these options out there. And so if there's a scenario where Tom Brady plays well this year, but he's not that thrilled with the situation, maybe they don't make a big run and he says, all right, I'm not going to hang him up uh, just yet. I made that mistake last offseason. Uh, that to me is kind of hanging over the entire NFL this season. And that is going to be juicy. And that is going to be a ton of fun to watch. And now look, the Dolphins thought they were going to have two first-round picks. And all I heard was, well, if this season goes south and Tua doesn't look like the guy, well, the Dolphins would be well-positioned to go and take their pick and the San Francisco pick and move up in the draft. I always thought that was a false narrative because of the amount of bad teams, number one, yeah. that are going to be at this draft and the Amount of bad teams that are going to need quarterbacks potentially. The Lions are going to need a quarterback. Um, the Houston Texans are a team that's going to need a quarterback. Atlanta, um, Seattle, like there are already four teams off the top of my head where I say they're bad. They're going to want quarterbacks. Why are they going to move out of a position where they can go and get a quarterback? But that narrative was out there. Hey, Dolphins, two first round picks. That's their, their, their insurance policy. Now, when you lose that first round pick, I guess. It's two or a bust unless we're talking Tom Brady next year. You, you always want that optionality, right? You know, it, it could be trading up. and the, you, you are right. I mean, a lot of times these teams that stink, they're going to be drafting in the top five and you can make them any kind of offer you want. If they don't have a quarterback and Bryce Young or whoever they want is sitting there, they're going to go ahead and take that player. But I mean, I mean, look at the Dolphins roster. I mean, they had four picks last year, none in the top 100. Now they have, you know, they lose the first round pick. Next year, they were already without fourth and sixth round picks. They lose a third in 2024. I mean, you talk about building depth on your roster, put the quarterback thing aside. It becomes a lot more difficult when you're losing all these all this draft capital and you don't get bites at the apple. But you are right. I mean, it's going to come down to quarterback. They're going to have another decision to make there. Uh, who knows what the coaching situation is going to look like? You know, maybe Mike McDaniel will be great and they'll kind of luck into that one. If it doesn't, we know that we know the Sean Payton rumors around the league. What's the over for, under for that week seven? Where is going to be these? Oh, I mean, with well, Miami, with Dallas, you name it, Tampa yeah. Bay, so many different places yeah. with Sean Payton. So yeah. many different places. And I don't know if you feel this way about McDaniel. I either feel like he is going to be a rock star head coach or he's going to be a monumental flop. Like I, I don't, agree. 
I don't think there's any in between with Mike McDaniel. Like, I think we're saying, hey, this guy rocks and he's going to be unbelievable or he just flat out stinks. Uh, I totally agree with you. I, I think that's absolutely right. He's either going to be, and there have been players, you know, to his credit, there have been players who have played for him who have said, this guy is a brilliant offensive mind. Wait till you see him put in charge. And so there is that possibility that he is a brilliant offensive mind. But you're right. I mean, those things are taking selfies with the Dolphins reporters and, you know, talking about the athleisure that he's rocking to these press conferences those things don't get so cute when you're uh two and seven i was gonna say <laughs> i love the easies right now and i love the selfie i can't get enough but yeah. if the dolphins start off the season zero and four and the offense stinks that, that i'm not gonna care about easies and selfies dude just i'm not 100 yep no doubt about it this episode is brought to you by indeed we're driven by the search for better But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Ringer NFL. Just go to Indeed.com slash Ringer NFL right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Crown Royal. This NBA season, Crown Royal is celebrating the loyal fans that show up for every tip-off and also celebrating the people who drink Crown Royal during games. I know I like to have some around whenever I'm taking in a basketball game, an NBA game. Always good to have around. And Crown Royal believes if you live generously, life will treat you royally. Visit crownroyal.com to get ready for tip-off. Please drink responsibly. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your fantasy team, we know you personalize your entire day. That's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices may vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like... Can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. So... We need to draw up our wager. So you would go under eight and a half wins for the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going under, not by a lot. I think I've got them at eight. And now, you know, I'm doing my finalizing my record. But you're not overly, you look at them as like, they're right on that cut line the way you look at it. I think that's right. Yeah, I think they are, they are mired in mediocrity. And those teams that are in mediocrity, what flips their season? It could be you get some good turnover luck. You get some good injury luck one way or another or the things we mentioned earlier with McDaniel and Tua. So, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, they, they look to me on paper like a mediocre franchise. But what you said is right. Maybe uh, I shouldn't and I should just put all my chips in the table one way or another. Is McDaniel going to be good or is he not going to be good? I just do think they're a, a team with a limited ceiling for sure. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. AFC is way too good. I'm taking them right around nine or 10 wins. And for what it's worth, okay. they're a better team than the Patriots this year. Now, I know Belichick's there and he's the best to ever do it. Like, I bow down to the greatness of Bill Belichick. But that New England team, the defense loses Jackson. They played poorly down the stretch. Their weapons stink. I don't know who's calling plays. 
I, a lot of people give Tua a lot of crap, and I understand it. Mac Jones, to me, down a stretch of the air, didn't exactly light the world on fire. Are you a Patriot believer? Oh, my God. I can't believe you're going to make me. The last thing I wanted to do when I joined the ringer was defend the Patriots in any kind of conversation. And here I am on my second episode on the ringer NFL show. And you're boxing me into this corner where it's going to be like I'm kissing up to the bosses. Yeah, I was going to say, Patriots. yeah, don't do that. Don't oh do my that. God. Doesn't Listen, go well I'm, I'm so embarrassed, but I, I'm going to have to go on record on the ringer anyway in the next couple of weeks. I think the Patriots are a better team than the Dolphins. I, I don't think you're wrong about it. if you look at the roster, one to 53, that the Dolphins are more talented, but come on, you got a coach you don't know anything about against Bill Belichick. And, you know, I'm not like in love with Mac Jones, but Mac Jones had a better season last year than anything that Tua has shown so far. So even if he makes just a minor leap forward, uh, I think their offense is probably going to be better positioned. They've got better talent on the offensive line than the Dolphins have. Oh my God, I'm going to take a shower after this. This is disgusting. I Chill, can't and you, you know, I thought me. we were going to be good pals. I did not <laughs> expect you to take sides against the family. You're taking sides with the pod father right out of the gate. It's all right, though. We still could break some bread anytime, anyplace, anywhere. You know that. You know that. All right, all right, my friend. Absolutely. This is a ton of fun. Hey, listen, you got it. Shield down on the Dolphins. I'm still in on the Dolphins. I'm taking them over this year. Too much offensive firepower. Boy Wonder finds a way to 9 or 10 wins. Remember I said that, show. You'll be thinking of me. If the, even if the Dolphins get smoked and lose by 30 points in Baltimore wildcard weekend, you'll remember this like Early August conversation where after they lose a first round pick and it's Tom Brady and Sean Payton rumors, uh, the, the loud New York guys still like them to make the playoffs. Listen, I have your number now. So when Tyreek first goes after a coach on the sideline or throws that tablet into the stands or pops off after a game about how, you know, Tua can't get him the ball. Uh, now I can text you right away and remind you of this conversation because that's happening. I expect you to humble flex at that point. You're allowed. Now, you got it. if he can, I humble flex when he gets to a thousand yards. Well, is that fair? Listen, if they, yeah, if they go, if nine he gets to a thousand yards happy, by like week fifteen, yeah, I'll humble flex. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'll get it. There we go. I like the sound of that. By the way, pleasure to welcome you to the Ringer. You're an absolute stud. <laughs> Keep up the good work. And uh, you ever want to hop on Ringer Gambling? You know where to find us. Okay, I'll be there. Good to be here. Thank you. This is a ton of fun. Glad I got to hop on. Want to thank the whole crew: Connor, Christopher, Arjuna. Can't thank you guys enough. Shield with a fantastic counter argument to my Dolphins love affair. What can I tell you? Takeaway picks this year, I'm in. They're going to be a playoff team. We'll find out. The jury's out. Ringer NFL, we're signing off. Be good, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. 
But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more.